0: Welcome to Discovering the Jewish Jesus. I'm your host, Dustin Roberts, and today Rabbi Schneider shows us how we can learn to identify signs from God. The Word of God is living and active and sharper than any two-edged sword, and Rabbi Schneider wants to remind us that God's Word is alive in our hearts, and we are being guided by God's Spirit and truth. And if you would like to take this study further on your own today, on learning how to walk in confidence, you can download Rabbi's Study Guide. It's available online for free when you go to Discovering the Jewish Jesus.com. just click the link for rabbi's teaching notes now here is rabbi
1: boy there's nothing that satisfies like the presence of god david said in the psalm he said one thing have i desired of thee to be in your house and to behold your beauty all the days of my life. David craved more than anything else, a sense of God's supernatural presence in his life. You know, he wrote, as the deer pants for the water, so my soul, pants for thee, O God. And so he's talking about really experiencing God. And that's what I'm about. That's what many of you are about. And so in this series, we're talking about some of the dynamics of how we can enter into a greater sense of God's reality in our life. We need the written word of God. The written word of God is living and active. It's the foundation of our faith. But God also has given us his spirit. And by his spirit, he makes himself known to us so that we can experience God's presence in our life just like those people that we read about in the written word in the scriptures oftentimes we're searching for the Lord in the things that we do in our works but God has revealed in his word and he spoke it to me he said I'm all ready in you and so the first foundation of walking in a greater sense of God's supernatural reality in your life is to know beloved one if you're a child of his That he's in you. You've received the Holy Spirit. And when you receive God's Spirit, you became a partaker of divine nature. Spirit is by definition supernatural because spirit operates above the laws of the natural. You became a partaker of God's Spirit. That makes you supernatural. You've got a calling and a destiny that's so far beyond this material world that there's not even words to describe it. So as I got to the end of my searching, looking for God here, looking for God there, looking for God everywhere, running to this place, the Holy Spirit, when I came to the end of that, he said to me, you're looking for me in the wrong place. I'm already in you. And I quoted Jesus' words from the book of Luke chapter 17, verse 21, when he said, the kingdom of God is Within you. So I'm picking up now into a new territory, and I want to say to you that this concept of being brought into a supernatural walk with God through His indwelling spirit was prophesied in the Hebrew Bible, that which we oftentimes call the Old Testament. In Jeremiah and Ezekiel, the Lord spoke about a new covenant. I want to read for you now from the book of Ezekiel, chapter number 36, verse 27. Hear the word of God. The Lord is speaking here to the prophet, and he says, I will put my spirit within you. And cause you to walk in my statutes, and you will be careful to observe my ordinances. So the Lord was saying to Ezekiel that the time was going to come when he was going to move from the outside, when he wrote his law on the tablets of stone, to the inside, where he would put his spirit inside his people. And they would, by the indwelling power and presence of the Holy Spirit in their lives, learn how to be led by him, learn how to follow him. Paul tells us in Romans, those that are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. It's now a supernatural walk that does not begin any longer with the outside, not by going to the temple like the ancient Israelites did, but by being led by the supernatural indwelling Holy Spirit. I want you to get a supernatural mindset. Listen what Paul said in the book of Colossians chapter 1 verse 25 through 27. He said, of this church I was made a minister according to the stewardship from God bestowed on me for your benefit that I might fully carry out the preaching of the word of God. That is the mystery of which has been hidden from past ages and generations, but has now been manifested to his saints. And then he continues on and he says, this is the mystery, listen now, Christ in you, the hope of glory. This mystery had been hidden, but in Messiah Jesus, it had been fulfilled. That's why at Passover, Jesus took the blood and he said, this is the blood of the new covenant. What was the new covenant? It symbolized two things. Number one, that final atonement was being made, that Jesus once and for all was gonna die for the sin of the world. That would be the end of all animal sacrifices. Secondly, that God has moved from the outside, no longer dwelling in the temple, but now dwelling inside human beings whom he created to be the habitation of his own heart and spirit. Final atonement has been made and God has moved now from the outside to the inside. He dwells within you and I. So if God dwells in you, where are you going to find him? You're going to find him, beloved, when you get in touch with his spirit inside you. It's a mystery. It needs to be revealed. We need to pray about it. Paul prayed that we would come into a revelation of it, that we would understand this mystery. And if you'll continue to ask God, as I have, to help you become more aware of His indwelling Holy Spirit, you will, beloved, gain revelation and find yourself being more and more led by His Spirit in your life. When Jesus died on the cross, we read in the book of Matthew chapter 27 that the veil In the temple that separated the place where God dwelt in the Holy of Holies from the holy place, that veil was torn in half, meaning that mankind now had access into God's very presence. I want to encourage you to believe God for more. Some of you today may have only been focused on Bible study without realizing that the same things that God has done for the people that we read about in the scriptures, he's now doing today for his people. You too can experience the supernatural reality of God's presence, beloved one, in your life. We need to become more dependent on the Holy Spirit. If we think about the tabernacle, for example, the tabernacle was a shadow of how to worship God. And what we find that as the priest entered into the holy place in the tabernacle, the first thing that the priest became aware of was the light from the golden menorah. The golden menorah had seven different candles coming from it. And we read that these seven candles were reflective of God's spirit. In Revelation chapter 1, verse 4, John is greeted. And the greeting in Revelation 1, 4 to John that's recorded says this. From him who is, from him who was, and from him who is to come, and from... The seven spirits, how many? Seven spirits that are before the throne. Seven represents completion, perfection. The spirits, beloved, that are before the throne were reflected in the tabernacle by the seven flames that came from the menorah. And what is the menorah reflective of? God's Holy Spirit. Not seven separate spirits, but seven means one, seven days in a week complete. The seven flames of the menorah were symbolic of God's Holy Spirit the first thing that the priest became aware of as he entered the holy place in the tabernacle was the menorah. The first thing he became aware of was God's spirit. You and I need to become more dependent and more conscious of God's
0: presence in our life, of his spirit. You're listening to Discovering the Jewish Jesus. and rabbi will be right back. So please keep listening. Did you know that you can connect with Rabbi right on your phone? The Rabbi Schneider app is packed with resources, videos, and a daily devotional that are designed to help jumpstart your day. The Rabbi Schneider app is free, bringing you inspiration and encouragement 24 hours a day and seven days a week. Simply search for Rabbi Schneider in your phone's app store and download the app today. We are so thankful for everyone who gives a financial gift of support to this ministry. And perhaps today is the day that you decide that you would like to deepen your commitment to discovering the Jewish Jesus. The best way to do that is to sign up to become a monthly partner at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. Or you can call us at 800-777-7835. Together we can help others prepare for Jesus' return. And now let's get back into the second half of today's message. We're so focused
1: on the outside. We're so focused on what's outside us, how we look to other people, how our Facebook looks. You know, we go on vacation, we're more focused on taking pictures to show people than we are of actually experiencing the vacation for ourselves. I asked somebody, was it fun? The guy said, I think it was. At least the pictures look like it was fun. We're so looking at life from the outside, so focused on how we appear to the world, that we've lost conscious of what's going on inside us. Everybody knows this. All we need to do is go to a restaurant and look around the restaurant and notice that a third of the people in the restaurant are sitting across from somebody. But instead of dialoguing with the person across from them, they're on their phone texting, on their Facebook. They're connected to something outside themselves instead of what's right here, what's right now, and what's inside us, and it's deadly. This is deadly. To be connected to the world rather than the indwelling Holy Spirit is deadly. The Bible says that the number of the beast is 666. Do you know that the first mainstream personal computer, and this is a fact, sold for $666. I believe that the devil is using technology to draw people out of their soul where God's presence dwells into the darkness because the Bible says all that's in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the boastful pride of life is not from the Father but from the world. Satan is using this technology to draw people out of themselves into the darkness. And in so doing, they're losing consciousness of who they are. They're out of touch with their soul. They're out of touch with God's spirit in them. And now they're subjected to what's ever going on in the outer world. And let me tell you, beloved, there's a lot of danger to dwell in the outer world. Many people are hungry for supernatural but they're looking for the supernatural in the outer world, whether they're going to fortune tellers, whether they're looking it in other types of false religions, or whether they're people that consider themselves Christians that are being misled by false signs in the outer world, and because they're not grounded in God's written word and in the inner witness of the Holy Spirit because they lost touch with themselves, because they're so connected to everything outside themselves, they're totally at the mercy of these signs outside them. Let me tell you, you can be deceived if you're being led only by signs from the outer world. I can't tell you, pastoring a church, how many people, sincere believers, come to me believing all types of things about what's going to happen to them because they feel like they got a confirmation. They got a sign. Somebody wrote them a note. Somebody said something. They crossed somebody on the road. They ran into somebody in a restaurant. And they're looking at all these things as supernatural signs. And I find so oftentimes that generally they fall on their face. They were being led by something that wasn't, in fact, from God. Jesus prophesied that there'd be a lot of demonic activity concerning false signs in the outer world. For example, in the book of Matthew, chapter 24, verse 24, we read, false Christ and false prophets will arise and will show great signs and wonders so as to mislead, if possible, even the elect. Where will these false signs and false wonders happen in the outer world, in the visible world, in the natural world? And why will they happen? To mislead even, Jesus said, the elect. We read something similar in Paul's writings in the book of 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 9. Paul writes there that one who is coming is in accord with the activity of Satan with all power and signs and false Wonders. So, my point to you, beloved ones, children of God, is we need to be careful about just being led by what we think are confirmations or signs that happen in the outer world. Because Satan is also working in the outer world. But one place Satan cannot work, beloved, is in the inner recesses of the heart of the child of God. That's why we need to learn to be sensitive to the indwelling Holy Spirit because we're led predominantly, not from what's happening on the outside, but from what's happening on the inside. Many of us are hungry for the supernatural, but some of you have been running all over the place looking for the supernatural, and you're connected to God's supernatural power only by what's happening in the visible world. But Jesus said again in Luke 17, 21, someone's gonna say, lo, go there. Lo, go there. Jesus said, no, don't go running all over the place. The kingdom of heaven is within you. Again, I've seen so many people say, you know what? This confirmation happened to me. I heard this thing about what I've been thinking about. I know God was confirming what I was thinking about because I heard about it on the radio right at the time that I was thinking about it. Or they're driving down the road and they're thinking of somebody. For example, my last name is Schneider. Let's say there's a girl out there and she's in love with some boy whose last name is Schneider. And she's driving down the freeway thinking about this boy. And all of a sudden, she passes a truck that says Schneider. Did you ever see the Schneider Trucking Company? And she said, oh, that's a sign. No. Satan also works, beloved, in the outer world. Listen, I want to tell you how in bondage I was to needing something to happen in the outer world to discern God's voice. Because basically, when it comes to my walk in the world, I want assurance that everything that I'm doing, everything that I'm saying, all my actions are right. But unfortunately, God's not telling me what pair of socks to wear in the morning. You know, God's not telling me necessarily to go here or to make this phone call. A lot of these things, we just have to look to the Lord, do the best we can, try to be led by the indwelling Holy Spirit, checking in our heart whether it feels right, and going forward. But some of us are so insecure that we want God to directly speak to us about every little decision that we make. So we're constantly looking for the confirmations. Let me tell you how bad I was. I took a quarter And this quarter, on one side of it, I wrote God, and on the other side was just blank. I put this quarter in my pocket. I'm carrying it around with me, and every time there's a decision to make, I'm taking the quarter, I'm flipping it, and if it lands with God's side on top, that means, yes, God, you want me to do that. Yes, God, you want me to go there. Yes, God, you want me to buy that. Yes, God, you want me to say that. But if it landed with the side that didn't have God's name on it, then I thought, no, God's telling me no. So that's how I was making my decisions. I so much wanted to hear from God. I so much wanted to do what was right. I so much wanted to have the confidence that I was doing what was right before God that I took this coin, flipped it, and you know, God, whatever it lands on, if it lands with your head on it, that means I'm supposed to. If not, I'm not supposed to. I began flipping this coin so often, there'd be times I flipped the coin, beloved, I forget what I even flipped it about. I was in bondage to it. And the Lord, you know, convicted me, this is not me. I'm not a magic genie. I'm not obligated to answer you by the flipping of a coin. God shows up and speaks when He wants to, how He wants to, and where He wants to. I had to settle with the fact, you know what, Lord, you're not going to necessarily answer me with the type of divine assurance that I want about every minor decision in my life. Should I take a shower now, God? Is God gonna say to me, yes, take a shower now? Is He gonna say, no, in 10 minutes? I mean, (laughs) you know, that's not how it is. But I was so insecure that I wanted to know every single thing to do, 24 hours a day. And I wanted that confirmation that I was walking in His perfect will. But eventually the Lord said, no, that's not how you're gonna find out how to walk with me. You gotta stop flipping the coin and just trust me. Look to me. And God is going to speak to us when he needs to speak to us or when it's important for him to speak to us. And he's gonna do it, beloved, in his own way, in his own time. Beloved, the point is you can trust God. He's gonna be faithful to lead you, rest in him, trust in him and continue to look for him.
0: You're listening to Discovering the Jewish Jesus with Rabbi Schneider. And well, I hope that these messages are building up your faith and blessing your soul. And if you've had a supernatural encounter this year, would you let us know? You can drop us a line at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. And then we'd like to ask you to consider making a donation before the end of the year. Your gifts and prayers enable us to take God's word into places all around the world, like Israel, Uganda, as well as preach the gospel all across America. And let me share a comment from one of our listeners that we received from our social media page. She wrote, My husband and I were drawn in an instant to supporting this ministry, and we've been powerfully blessed to have done so. We've watched Rabbi being used more and more, and we rejoice to be a part of all that he has been called to do do in these days and at this time. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, you can rejoice with them too. Now, here is Rabbi once again to share a word that's been stirring in his heart. Our faith and
1: obedience releases the power of God in our belly. What I mean by that is we can choke the Holy Spirit. The Bible says, grieve not the Holy Spirit that was given to you. And some of us are hindering God's working in our life because we're not trusting Him and surrendering to Him and honoring Him with our finances. Now, I know that you're so used to hearing preachers talk about this. But the truth is, beloved ones, it's important what all of us do with our finances. And all of us need to be honoring our Maker with our finances. I just want to ask you today, If this is something that the Lord's been talking to you about and he's been feeding you, blessing you with this ministry, with discovering the Jewish Jesus, would you open your heart and let him speak to you if he is urging you or is witnessing to you to make an offering to him, to discovering the Jewish Jesus today? Beloved, there's always a blessing for obedience.
0: You can give a gift of any amount right now by calling 800-777-7835. Or you can give online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. And if you would like to give a special year-end gift through the mail, be sure to postmark your envelope before December 31st when you write to us at Discovering the Jewish Jesus, P.O. Box 777, Blissfield, Michigan, 49. 228. That's P.O. Box 777, Blissfield, Michigan, 49228. Thank you for your faithful and your generous gifts. And as a token of our appreciation for your financial gifts, we'll send you a select audio CD of Rabbi Schneider's message of the month. And it's also available as a digital download. And we'll also send you our current newsletter. If you'd like to learn more about all the ways that you can access Rabbi Schneider's teachings, then visit us online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. And right now, let's wrap up today's message on God's supernatural presence titled Messiah in You. With a special blessing, here is Rabbi Schneider.
1: In the book of Numbers chapter six, the Lord gave instructions to Moses and Aaron to speak this blessing over his people. And the Lord said, when you speak these words over my people, I will place my name on them and bless them. Receive the impartations of the Lord's blessings. Yahweh, <laughs> The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift you up with his countenance and the Lord give you beloved one, his peace. God bless you and Shalom.
0: Let our prayer team pray for you. Submit your prayer request or testimony at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. You can also connect with us on your social media outlets to stay up to date on the content you love. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and subscribe on YouTube. I'm your host, Dustin Roberts, and Discovering the Jewish Jesus is a production of Shalom Ministries. Be sure to join us tomorrow when Rabbi Schneider discusses how we enter into God's supernatural presence. That's Thursday on Discovering the Jewish Jesus.